0: Welcome to another episode of mic Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure. Their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV for Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. The great folks over there will definitely take care of you. And <clears throat> if you're not familiar with the RV buying process... It's a little bit longer than the car buying process, <laughs> which I'm not like an RV expert. I've learned some things over the years, but I do remember our guy, Josh Smoots, who is our beautiful sponsor, telling us one time about a couple that came in and thought they were going to buy an RV in the same day as they looked at it. And I'm just like, oh yeah, like that's, that's stupid. Why wouldn't <laughs> that's what I thought. Um, Tell the truth Tuesday. Now, I thought you just left with it like a car. Same. Yeah. Day. It takes a little longer to buy an RV, so if you're thinking in the spring of 2022 when it's time to rediscover the outdoors, maybe start shopping around now. We definitely recommend the people at Mid-America RV. We have a loaded show today. Yesterday, Big Country, everybody was saying it was the best show that we had done all year long. A lot of high praise. We're going to try to up it today where we have the Big Bin Farewell Tour going on. Uh, maybe more to talk about with Antonio Brown, records being broken in the NFL. Huge College Football Transfer Portal News, and it is Tell the Truth Tuesday, and I have a story to tell. I can't I th- wait. I think it's going to be a good one. I know I told it to you over Christmas break, and I said I, be- I was going to wait. I was going to try to tell it on the podcast. I couldn't wait. It's so stupid that I have to tell it today, but let's start with real sports. Last night, we had the Steelers and Browns game. I don't know what happened between like 3.30 central time and 7.30, but it turned into the Big Ben farewell tour. I know there were rumors, and I think we've all expected, or at least I have, expected that this would be his last game. But it turned into, like, this is officially it. He gets announced by himself, gets to run out uh, of the locker room. Everybody's cheering him on. You have all the signs. He's crying to end the game. Like I didn't. I guess I missed the official, like, hey, he's done here. But it seemed very official last night.
1: Well, it kind of all started last week when uh, someone had asked him, and he was like, You know, I've never been the type of person that, you know, had like a, a particular ending time or point, but you can kind of see it's heading that direction. You never know, though. Like, you know, not officially closing that door, it's still kind of open. We'll see what happens. But it seemed like last night, everyone was pretty much on page was like, Hey, we're not very good. We're not in the playoffs. This ain't happening. Just ride out the best way you can here. Like, this is the best way he can go out on his terms. With no one having to be the bad guy,
0: and I, I almost feel like this is the Steelers leaning into it. And man, one hundred percent, you ain't coming back. We did the farewell tour stuff. You're gone. You're done. You took a we lap wanted you to stadium.
1: retire last year. Like we, this is what we hope this year. Thank you for accepting it. Yeah. But you know, again, this is him getting to do it on his own terms. He gets to leave with a win over a division rival. Handedly, So that's nice. He didn't play awful. It wasn't anything spectacular either. He only had 123 passing yards. A little one, two, three action there for you. But it's one of those deals where you get to see the picture, too, of him walking into the tunnel with his kids and his wife. That's awesome. Good for you. Happy for you. You're going to be a legend forever, a god in Pittsburgh. Stay there while you can. Don't try to come back and don't go to another team. Just call it it. I, I think it's time for him to retire. I,
0: honestly, last year was time for him to retire. Mm-hmm. I know that they started out the season so hot, and that he probably wanted to come back and see if they could duplicate that. Uh, last night they did seal the fate that Mike Tomlin will not have a losing season, which is absolutely amazing. I know that I talk about Mike Tomlin probably too much on this podcast, but it's it's phenomenal what he's doing. Even Would you, you fanboy if
1: you met Mike Tomlin? Say what? Would you fanboy if you met no, Mike
0: Tomlin? I wouldn't. Oh. I think that there are probably only like a, a handful of people that I would fanboy
1: over. Tom Truthfully, was not one. If you I, met Mike Tom and you'd just be like, what's up, Mike? You probably would. You're pretty cool like that. Yeah. Like, I've seen I would you get met some high executive people and just be like, what's up, my name's is Mello. I took a piss next to Sean McVay. That's true. I shook Andy Reid's hand so, and then sat down and everything. You fanboyed big time. Dude, that's fucking Andy <laughs> Reid. Yes, I did. And I you guys had you were to about talk to like, me into doing it
0: I, yeah i thought you were about to play it off cool like i was just like oh what's nah, up? dude that was you debated it for 30 minutes like should i get up should i talk to well, him? i
1: didn't <laughs> want to like just go shake his hand there's a security guard like watch me from a distance and just decks my ass in the middle of this restaurant i was uh-huh. like stay away from andy uh-huh. that didn't happen injury was very nice i barely heard what he said because i was trying to like control my own breathing and then i sat down i was like that all happened so fast that was amazing and then after that i was like cool, everyone else is a normal person. I just met Andy Reid. Y'all can suck it. So <laughs> you no, also I have to remember,
0: <laughs> I think it was the same trip when all of you guys met Cliff Kingsbury, and I
1: was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't realize at the moment that you hadn't talked to him. But, yeah, I remember walking up and being like, there's no way that's Cliff Kingsbury. That's kind of who it looks like from a distance. And this yeah. is before, uh, you know, this is leading up to the draft. of right when he got Kyle hired Murray. to be yes. the head coach. And we would already met his agent like two nights beforehand. So the fact that we're walking back to the convention center slash hotel, and I was like, hey, "Is it really him?" And then you, you introduce yourself, or he introduces himself to us, like we didn't know who he was. And he shakes my hand. I was like, "Dude, I know who the fuck you are." <laughs> like I'm nothing. Yeah. You're Cliff. You're six three Ryan Gosling. I get it. I also just realized you kind of have a lazy eye with that sunglasses. <laughs> You're a little weird,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Not me. Nothing though. wrong with lazy eyes though. I'm
0: hanging out in the back.
1: Yeah, I can, you, I'm I very
0: to you. proud to say I've never met Cliff Kingsbury a lot of my friends have I've seen him. <laughs> I've never met Cliff Kingsbury but back to last night's game with Ben Roethlisberger I, I almost feel like the Browns and uh, Baker Mayfield overshadowed Big Ben because he, he played absolutely terrible and I even heard this morning driving into the office uh, Dan Patrick asked a question, which quarterback would you have rather had last night? the beat-up version of Baker Mayfield that we've gotten this year, or Ben Roethlisberger, I think it's Roethlisberger.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think every it has been weird to see the tide officially turn on Baker Mayfield. Like, some of the people that I follow on Twitter who have been the biggest defenders of Baker Mayfield, last night were like, I'm sick of him. I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy cow. And like, even, I get it a little bit, but this dude's been like, just got the shit kicked out of him this season. So I kind of feel bad for him for a little bit, but I also agree, he's probably not the guy of the future for you.
0: Yeah, it, it is tough. And last night I know during his post-game presser, he was talking about how uh, he's really he's banged up, he's beat up, he doesn't know if he's going to play in the last game. Uh, it it kind of, is probably not the time and place to do it, on your post-game presser to talk about how you don't know if you're going to play in your next game. You said probably, that last
1: night. I yeah, missed that's, that.
0: That's probably a conversation you want to have in-house of like, hey, shoulders real fucked up. Like, I'm going to sit out the last game of the year. <laughs> you probably don't tell the media that. But I do think that, like, he should, if he needs surgery, he should probably just go ahead and do it. There's They're out of playoff contention. They're not going to make it. And honestly, if you're the Browns, like, maybe you give the backups a look here and see what you have. Yeah, we've been talking about it all season long. Do you pay Baker Mayfield? I don't think so.
1: Mm-mm. But and the other thing, too, is how do you kind of handle the running back situation? Because Kareem Hunt's been a little banged up this year. Nick Chubb's a little banged up. I mean, I don't know how many fantasy championships are riding on Nick Chubb's performance I can last think night. of at least three. I know of three. One but. <laughs> personally. <laughs> but the thing is, like the game ends, he's like, oh, well, he's kind of dealing with a little bit of a rim injury. Well, if that's the case, kind of give us a heads up. Because there was one league where I'm sitting there rooting for Nick Chubb to score like 40-some points. Dude scores, what, nine? Yeah. So last night was probably the first time you'd ever seen me be some type of Browns fan. And Then after it ended, I was like, well, that's Big Ben, into that. And yeah. I know I, I tweeted it last night not to be the guy that's like, oh, look at my tweets. But it's uh, watching Big Ben my entire life, I've only known the Pittsburgh Steelers with Big Ben. I've not known them before that. Like, over time, I've learned, you know, who former players or quarterbacks mm-hmm. have been. But, like, since I've become, like, a fan of football and, like, understanding where teams are and what their actual logos are and <laughs> not calling Indianapolis the Indianapolis Horseshoes, you know, from looking at trading cards as, like, a six-year-old, that's Can a true story. Can I just tr- take tell this the story.
0: little opportunity to thank my older brothers for just yeah. bringing me along and nurturing me and just absolutely ridiculing me if I said something wrong, like the Indianapolis Horseshoes? I probably wouldn't be here today.
1: <laughs> I think I've told this story before, but if I haven't, ass. I got a deck of trading cards as a kid and put them in my little like card slots and in this little like three-ring binder. And my little sister's like, what is that? I'm like, oh, come check it out. These are my cards. These guys all play in the NFL. She's like, what is that? Oh, that's a good question. I just know it's called the NFL. No idea what it stands for. So there's that. There's a the logo, and she's like, "What are these teams?" I was like, "Well, that's the San Diego, and then it just had the like the Thunderbolt." So I was like, uh-huh. "Lightning strikes," yeah. and then it was, you know, like the TikTok. I, like, I was going to say, team, "It's exactly." That like was TikTok. genuinely me as a kid. Of like, I have no idea. Then I start playing Madden, and it was like, uh-huh. "The Chargers? That's stupid." Well, that's actually not. It's kind of cool, but that was me learning teams. And ever since I learned that, and then learned who the Steelers were, it's been Ben Roethlisberger. So yep. it's been weird seeing an end of an era in the NFL because this is my first time experiencing that pretty much at, like, any sport. On, like, watching a guy or understanding a guy's entire career, watching him at big moments, mm-hmm. you know, the adversity they went through, wrecking his motorcycle. Like, people have completely forgotten I forgot about, about, that. about that. one. Yeah. Not wearing a helmet. And then it's just like, well, he you know, did he survive. He's back. Stuff. Well, I'll just leave those there. <laughs> but it's like – You know through all that, and then it's like, boom! This is the end of the road. Like I kind of felt the same way with like Phil Rivers, Philip Rivers, excuse Mm -hmm. me, leaving San Diego, but he ended his career in Indianapolis, of course. But like him leaving San Diego or L.A., both, it's it's been weird seeing that transition from like I've only known these teams with these guys, and that's over now. Yeah,
0: like for me, I'm a little bit older than you. You're 26, I'm 34. Also, I had older brothers. So, I was introduced to the NFL very early in my life. I just want to say that. For me, the group of players where it's like, oh my God, they've been the quarterback for this team for forever is John Elway and Dan Marino. Really? That, that's the group for me that is like, oh yeah, of course they're the quarterback there. They've always been the quarterback there. I know no one before Marino and Elway, right? especially like, growing up as a kid. I knew no one. Like with the 49ers, I really like Steve Young, and I kind of came in at the last of Joe Montana. But like when John Elway retires, like, oh my God, I've never seen anybody else be the quarterback
1: mm-hmm. for the
0: Broncos. But that's <laughs> like, that shows the age gap and like the almost the football gap of, yeah, between us. But it, it is going to be weird though, because Roethlisberger's been there forever. It, it's got to be like 15 seasons now, something.
1: I think too, it's more, I think it's like 18.
0: Yeah. What, 2002? 2003, 2004, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Early 2000s. Um, but it was a good game last night. I think also it's crazy that no one is really talking about T.J. Watt. We're both, we're all getting hung up on the quarterbacks and Ben Roethlisberger in his last game there. T.J. Watt had three sacks last night. Some of them absolutely brutal (laughs) hits on Baker That's the reason why
1: Baker's at the end of the game like, I'm not playing next week. I am done. Did you see me just get power drived into the earth? Yeah, Yeah, that hurt. Have you
0: seen this crazy asshole running around here? (laughs) (laughs) It looks like J.J. Watt, but he's faster. I kind of
1: hope they don't pay me. I want out of this division. These edge rushers are for real. Three sacks last night, though,
0: gives him 21.5 sacks on the season. Which means he is a sack and a half away from breaking Michael Strahan's record of 22 and a half. Uh, he'll get the chance next week. I believe they play Baltimore, which doesn't have the great offensive line. I, I want to see him do it. I know yeah. I talk about Mike Tomlin a lot. I feel like I talk about T.J. Watt a lot, too. Those are like, I just love those guys. You're I want to see him break the record.
1: You're a closet Steelers fan. I don't even know if you're in the closet with it. You're just straight up. I, like... I do. I love so many other players. Yep. And i I don't have a problem with that either I only t- the only reason I hate the Steelers is because they beat the chiefs in the playoffs with strictly field goals that's whatever, but we're past that no need of living back there. The thing is though is I don't want anyone looking at t j Watt and going oh well, he's only going to get the record because there's an extra week in the season this year. this dude still missed two games this season I was gonna say so he is it's actually, like he's actually a game behind Strahan yeah he's in only terms of breaking 14 this.
0: games so far this year so uh at- I know there is a lot of talk, even with Cooper Cup, who's right there, could break some records as well. Um, I get it, and it's, it's weird, but I mean, I'm not going to go the rest of my life being like, oh, should this record count? I'm sorry, the NFL changed their rules. So, yeah, the record should count. <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, it was looks even back.
1: to Jamar Chase, sorry to cut you off, like him breaking the rookie receiving record. He does it over Justin Jefferson. Still didn't the same amount of games. So it's like it's kind of nice to see the, the records are still being broken yeah. on pace. Now they're going to be extended, but in, to where they were broken was on pace to what it was before. Well, you know, hundred years it wasn't hundred years ago. It was a
0: very long time ago in baseball when they changed the number of games played from one fifty five to one sixty
1: two. And then hey, I just need you to be careful, real quick because I don't want Manfred getting upset.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't need to risk that. If you're critical of Major League Baseball, you might get Cry, fired. Uh, but, you know, when they changed the amount of games played there, records were broken. I didn't even know about that until I was like 30 years old. So, again, like, you know, 30 years, we're not going to be talking about like, oh, yeah, but you know Michael Strahan did it in 16 games and not 17 games. No, no one cares. Uh, just moving forward, if a record's broken – our record gets broken. And then I figure a lot of them will. Honestly, I'm I'm kind of surprised we didn't see more uh passing records broken. Yeah. I just you know, like the Peyton Manning and Tom Brady passing touchdowns record when it's like fifty five or something like that. Yeah. That's just gonna be a tough one to break. No like no matter how many games you play. That's just a phenomenal season.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know when we'll see that be broken. Now I say that's probably gonna be like next year by Joe Burrow or something, but it's still insane that the pat like throwing 55 touchdowns in a season.
0: The in a, the leader right now is Tom Brady with 40.
1: So one extra game he's
0: still 15. I touchdowns need to points.
1: I need to somehow in my mind realize like that is still a big number cuz I immediately think 40 Patrick threw 50 is like to a starting quarterback. So like it's almost altered to me. I was like 40 is nothing right. See, like what's well, whatever. But if you're throwing 4000 yards on 40 touchdowns, that's a very good season as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. I remember
0: when Mahomes had that season of 5,000 yards, 50 touchdowns, and people were talking about like, can he duplicate it? And I'm like, man, like, even if he has a down year, like if he throws for a thousand less yards, four thousand yards and 10 less touchdowns, 40, that's a phenomenal season. (laughs) We're happy with that. (laughs) Yeah, it's just it goes to show how great that uh, sophomore year was for him. I don't, I don't even know if he'll ever get back to that point. Even with the extra game. It, it, it's crazy. Uh, but with the extra game, we're also getting some cool uh, playoff implications. And We talked about it a little bit yesterday. But the Chargers and the Raiders game that was flexed to Sunday night, there's also a new little uh, hitch in that game. If the Colts lose, I believe they play the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. And I don't quote me on this. They haven't won there since like 2014. Yeah, So it's been a minute. If the Colts lose that game, the Chargers and the Raiders could tie and both teams are in. I don't think that this is going to come into play. I don't think it will be anything to really like watch for. But it is really cool that this could happen. And I know a lot of people are like, well, theoretically, both teams could just sit there and kneel the ball all game long. I would love to see That, that. is not going to happen. But I do wonder if there's going to be some kind of a late-game scenario where it's like, okay, we could kick the field goal and win here. But we don't want to risk like a fumble. We don't want to risk any like blocks happening. So we're just not going to kick the field goal. We'll take the tie. We don't need the win. That's the scenario that I think needs to be watched for. They're not going to kneel the ball all game. But you know, say that it does go to overtime. For one, rating spike will be huge.
1: Oh, 100%. But if
0: it goes to overtime and the Chargers are like driving and they have an opportunity to kick a little chip shot field goal to win the game... Or just sit on it and tie. I think there will be a little split moment, a little second of, should we kick it? (laughs) But also, people are so competitive; they want that win on the schedule.
1: Yeah. If this was, I think of this in like terms of college football. Like, imagine if, you know, determining the playoffs. It's the ACC, right? Like, we can get three teams in the playoffs. Like, this is going to help our conference make so much money. If it was like that in the NFL or the AFC West, like we can get three teams in the playoffs. Let's try and get this division some extra money. Would most definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that's you know a hypothetical situation. It's never ever going to happen, but like that's the way my mind's working. Of that would be cool if divisions made money on depending on the teams that make the playoffs, right? Because like the AFC West would be making yeah. a ton of money. But you
0: year. also like I don't you don't want to help out a division rival.
1: Like Very the Chargers
0: weird. are hoping to ruin the Raiders' chances. And it, same with the Raiders, they're hoping to ruin the Chargers' chances. But it, it is it's just a fun little like oh look at this. I do hope the Colts lose, though. I I don't really think that it matters with the Chargers-Raiders game, but I do hope that the Colts lose. Just for the excitement of, what are they going to (laughs) do? Yeah. I'll tell you what they're going to do. They're going to play the football game, and they're going to try to win. But it will be fun, just for a little bit.
1: Uh, Let's say the Colts do lose. Do you move on from Carson Wentz? I don't know if you can now. You're giving
0: up a first-round pick?
1: (laughs) I think they're stuck with him. I don't know how to feel about Carson Wentz anymore. Like The fact that this team has realized like, this is a liability, we're just going to run the football, and granted, yep. Jonathan Taylor is a fantastic player, possibly MVP of the season, I get let that be your offense. But at the same time, it's like we watch Carson Wentz make some throws, and it's like, why the fuck did you throw that?
0: Yep. It, to me, Carson Wentz has played exactly how I expected him to this year. So let me pat myself on the back for that one. Um, yeah. I didn't think he would be that bad. Like he was in Philadelphia because he was terrible last year, but I didn't think he'd be that good. I think this is just who Carson Wentz is now. He'll give you little spurts there where he does look like he's an MVP. Like he'll, yeah, he'll make give a you throw. A,
1: he'll give you a half of it, and then you get confident enough to like, mm-hmm. hey, remember when everyone said that he was, was not going to work out? And the second half comes around, and it's like, oh, I was a couple of interceptions for you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was like boomer bust with him. And then in other NFL news too, uh, the Washington football name or sorry, the Washington football team announced their announcement today. Uh, They announced that on February 2nd, they will announce their new team nickname. And there is a little bit of speculation out there already, because if you go to WashingtonAdmirals.com, it will redirect you to the Washington football team page. So now this could just be, the Washington football team being smart and being like, okay, we're going to snatch up all these domain names. Yeah. But we know, sure who, we, have them.
1: we know who we're talking about here and we know that's probably not realistic. <laughs> yeah. The Washington football team is smart enough to go, let's create a trick website that goes to our website. And then there's also a Twitter account for the Washington admirals, but it's a Quidditch team in like Georgia, I think is what something I saw. And so it's like, do they realize that this name is possibly already taken? Are we going to have to see what is it, the Washington Guardians have mm-hmm. a fight with a rollerblading women's roller skating team? Is this going to be the same thing with the Quidditch team now? wouldn't be surprised with the way Washington handles things, but I can also tell you that name is stupid. And the fact that they said it's not going to be the Washington Wolves or Red Wolves due to trademark issues, you got billions of dollars. Figure it out. Like that, yeah. in my mind – that should just be the team name and you should have announced it like 6 months ago so we could be rolling in the next year.
0: And I was a fan of the what was it, the Red Tails. I thought that was cool. That works too. And one of the things that they always talked about was their they had the hashtag Hail to the Redskins HTTR and that they wanted to keep that. I guess you're not going to do that anymore. Hail to the Admirals you change the HTTA? Yeah. Heda. <laughs> Either way, it's it's actually it's pretty stupid. Yeah. But, uh, whatever. Whatever they want to do, I guess. And that's going to happen on Groundhog's Day, two two twenty two, announcing the announcement there with the Washington football team. Uh, let's get to some of our great sponsors, though. Our first one, Miners in Monroe. Go visit them at minersandmonroe.com. Use the code miketup 10 Save yourself 10% off. I guarantee you won't be disappointed when you go check out uh, all their materials, all they have. And so much more than just clothing at minersandmonroe.com.
1: Yet yeah, next up is going to be Gunspot. Be sure to visit them at gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And there's no hidden fees in terms of checkout. You know, there's not going to be uh, just a convenience fee or like, a, thanks for visiting the website. Here's another $5. It's just the purchase, the purchase of your, your item, the taxes, bam, that's it. You're in and out. Also, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when danger will arise. Make sure you're in a position to protect you and your family when that happens. And also in big news yesterday, um, tell the truth Tuesday,
0: I, I had to wake up early yesterday morning to do a radio hit and i'd been up late the night before so i went home yesterday i took a nap that was maybe the best nap of my entire life
1: and you're not really a napper are you
0: i'm not usually Uh, i'm becoming a napper though i've been staying out a little too late and took a nap and during that nap time Caleb Williams announces <laughs> that he is entering the transfer portal. So I wake up to a million notifications and texts about Caleb Williams and the transfer portal. I think the most interesting part of this whole thing is the part where he said he was entering the transfer portal, but wasn't ruling out a return to Oklahoma. And there's a lot of speculation now about where he can go. Uh, I know that yesterday I tried to make a joke on Twitter about he's looking for a quote unquote professional development home he's looking for money (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is what he's doing and no hate i i would do the same thing if i was like you know what i want a new job i want to go somewhere else and work for a different company the company that can pay me the most money is probably going to be pretty high on my list (laughs) you know am i going to look at like culture and things like that of course i am but the person who's willing to pay me the most money is going to be at least top five yeah
1: priorities duh (laughs) yeah so
0: i i don't blame caleb williams here and he, his, actually, I think it was his father who put out that he was looking for professional development. That's what he decided to go to college for. He wants to be in the NFL. It's only been, you know, a couple games, not even one full season. He looks like a draft prospect, though. So he probably should go somewhere where he can develop and become a good quarterback. There are a lot of options out there. I know Georgia was a very popular opinion yesterday. Uh, I don't know how much professional development they have there but they've got a really damn good team around him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good possibility. I do think A&M is a good possibility for him. Uh, they they have a lot of money sitting around too, and they can pay him, and they also have a very good recruiting class.
1: What do you think about the possibility of like an LSU? And I know we're only mentioning like SEC schools right now, but is there anyone else really that's kind of in the mix? Is there a Big Ten team that could swoop down and be like, actually – What have you? Is there a Pac-12 team that would be looking for a quarterback? Or is it mainly just SEC is probably where the money's going to be, but also where the highest competition is that's going to help you through the draft? And
0: it's crazy because the SEC is losing some quarterbacks. And I think Mm -hmm. that's important to look at, too, is who's the quarterback already there. Because as soon as I saw professional development, I thought, that's Ohio State. Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) Ohio State's a static quarterback. If he goes there, he's dumb. One hundred. You don't go and compete with C.J. Stroud. You're probably going to lose that. You're not (laughs) going to Alabama to compete with Bryce Young either. So I I think that there are a lot of other options that are open. But I think anytime these players enter the transfer portal, they can say they want to go and they want to compete and win the job. But I think they also want promised. Especially now with the way that some of these NIL deals work. We saw it with Quinn Ewers; For him to continue to get paid at Ohio State, he had to be the starter. I think that's going to be the case too, uh, even with the Caleb Williams. But I actually – I have a theory here. I think this is the new version of a holdout in in pro football. You want a new contract in the NFL, what do you do? You hold out and you say, nope, I'm not going to play. In college sports, you can't really do that. But what you can say is, I'm going to enter the transfer portal. I want new deals. I want somebody else to come pay me. What can you offer me? So I think this is Caleb Williams signaling to every booster in Oklahoma, bring your checkbook. I want paid, then I'll come back to Oklahoma That's what I think is going to happen at the end of the day. I don't think that he leaves. I I think that he's actually pretty committed to Oklahoma. I think that if he were going to leave, he would have done it sooner, which a little pun. Uh, But I I don't think that he leaves. I think he enters the portal. I think the whole entire state of Oklahoma makes like a GoFundMe. They get him
1: paid. He goes back to Norman. So with that then, I mean— is there a possibility he's looking at and he's like, I'm really just not a fan of this head coach? I mean, I guess that's always a possibility. That there's it more could be it, because But Venables the money makes a lot of sense. Guy. Yeah.
0: And, the, you know, the quote of professional development could mean, I'm going to go work with one of these great offensive minds, which is probably one of the reasons why he went to Oklahoma was Lincoln Riley being so great. And uh, there's also, you know, a lot of speculation. A lot
1: of people say he's going to USC. I don't think that's the case. I don't think so either. I mean, that Jackson Dart kid that they have there, one, has sick eye paint when he plays quarterback. <laughs> Two, an amazing name. And three, he's a pretty fucking good athlete. The dude can sling it. And I've heard about this kid since he committed to USC because I have some buddies that live in Utah and thought, hey, maybe this kid will come here. He yeah, goes, a top actually, I'm going to USC. And it's a great fit. So I think, I think that even played part into Lincoln Riley going, yeah, they have a quarterback there. He would be great in my system. Mm-hmm. I'm not having to deal with Spencer Rattler and, you know, Caleb Williams. I can just go here and play with Dart. That'll be fun. Or Coach Dart, I should say. But like even let's say like Spencer Rattler goes to South Carolina. I don't know how well that's gonna work out because I still don't think Spencer Rattler is a good quarterback, but Caleb Williams, he had flashes of it. You know what I mean? In big moments. So he comes into the Texas game on a fourth right. down. Bam, touchdown, leads them back. They won the football game. He had some other big moments, you know, the loss almost to Kansas. He has a reactive play where he grabs football from a teammate, gets the first down, runs away with the game after that. So whoever gets this kid is going to be set a quarterback. It's just do you have enough to surround him or can you, do you have enough money to pay him? Like another school, I guess I'm just throwing out schools out there, like mm-hmm. is an old Miss a possibility with Corral yeah. heading to the NFL? Yeah, I think so. Is Cle- I saw Kiffin a later. lot of Clemson opportunities. Like They're not down with DJ, are they? Like, I don't think so. And um, Dabo hates the transfer portal. So. That's true as well. I He's are supposed to be. not be a coach anymore because of
0: it. Yeah, maybe so. Um, I do think that Ole Miss is a really good landing spot, a likely spot too, um, if he really is looking for professional development with Lane Kiffin. I, I don't know that we have any like quarterback gurus anymore, but Lane Kiffin's a very good offensive mind. I know that uh and if it's about money i think oregon is another spot to where you could look at it and say okay hey phil knight write me a nike check for this caleb williams (laughs) kid and let's get him up here Uh, they just played them in the bowl game too so that would be interesting that would be i i think most teams would be very happy to at least talk to him but end of the day like if i had to bet on it right now i think
1: he goes back to oklahoma what would you do if you're caleb williams is there anywhere you would go or want to go, or is it just like, I actually kind of have something here. I know we're going through a coaching change, a little bit of a culture shock
0: to yeah. the rest
1: of us and the fan base, but if I can get more money, yeah, sure, I'll just stay. Yeah,
0: it's tough too because, I mean,
1: I don't know those deals, and I, I do think
0: that money is very important. and Get it while you can. So if there's a university out there that's like, hey, here's $1.5 million, yeah, I'm probably going to go there, even <laughs> if it is like South Dakota State yeah, you know what? I'll do that. I'll go there. I'll be a <laughs> jackrabbit. Jack <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh, maybe that's what he does. I don't know. I would probably stick it out with Oklahoma for another year. It seems like they're bringing in some pretty good talent coaching wise. They've lost a lot of talent though is the only thing, but I'm also, I don't, I'm pretty loyal actually. So I would stick it out for another year. And then if it's not working for you, I'd transfer to Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, I'd finish my career there. Unless, you know what, though, unless Georgia calls. If Georgia does recruit him and says, hey, come down here, they've actually got a really good group of receivers down there. That tight end that everybody watched, uh, Bowers, he's a true freshman. They're going to have running backs come up. So if Georgia calls says like, hey, you can be the starter here, yeah, I'm going. I'm gone. If not, I would probably stay at OU.
1: If they win the national championship, it's pretty much a lock that says somewhere he would want to go. Yeah, if they find a way to beat Alabama, which is going to be tough, because it's like, hey, you did this with Stetson Bennett, I'll walk on, right? What about me? Paint my fingernails, Alabama crimson colors, and yeah. just horns down the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. And with Georgia, I don't know with Kirby Smart too because he's got some really good talented quarterbacks there. He dipped into. I think another thing that might be a little worrisome for Caleb Williams is they dipped into the transfer portal, brought in J T. Daniels, and didn't play him. I mean, you lost your starting job to Stetson Bennett, who looks like a punter. Sounds like a
1: punter. <laughs> right? just, like if I were, to, if I walked into a room and the booster was like, so who's a uh, who's going to be the starting quarterback Saturday? And I heard Kirby Smart say, "Oh, Stetson." Who? Stetson Bennett, you know, this guy. He came into the SEC Championship game when uh, Jake Fromm got hurt and he played LSU and just sucked ass. Yeah, same kid. Yeah.
0: You know, the little guy over there sitting yeah. down.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. There, there's a lot
0: to be decided. I think he's probably got to do it pretty quickly, though. Uh, I know that these are student athletes and student comes first. Don't classes, like, start today?
1: So are Nah, you just, you're on the football team. <laughs> who cares?
0: Right? Are you just not clocking in at school anymore is that yeah. Not that watching?
1: admissions counselor is like don't even worry about it sweetheart come yeah. on down like get i laugh when i say it
0: because i know it's not true and it doesn't matter but like even if you're going to start the semester at georgia shouldn't you be like starting that enrollment process and figuring <laughs> out scholarships and, and things like that the,
1: the hardest part is going to be leaving oklahoma if you start classes there and it's like well uh i just paid this money or i guess i didn't scholarship Somebody did, did <laughs> and then i'm out but, like, if you – let's say you go to Georgia, you can just do those block classes where you only take, like, half-semester classes. I did that. Yeah. Pretty nice. Took a gym, uh, gym block class, played badminton. Pshh right Fuckers in didn't college a chance dog dude oh, yeah. i had so many classes in college where my my uh, admissions counselor or my counselor or whatever that you have through your program is like hey like kind of spread out like your coursework on how you do this like make sure you give your class yourself like one class or two a semester where it's like you have something to look forward to instead of being stressed out the whole time i said bet that is what i heard out of that entire meeting i took bowling i took a gym class <laughs> you took a bowling class oh my god it was so much fun dude i Bowling, little hidden talent of you boys.
0: <laughs> what you? What do you? What do you score? I was about to say, what do you shoot? I don't know if uh, that's how you
1: say that in bowling. Like low two hundred. What do you roll? Low
0: two hundred. I'm bowling. gonna. I,
1: I gotta see it now. It's, it's high. It's high hundreds. Almost two hundred or just a little over. I got okay. to spin down, dog. Right, then I need to
0: see a, a plus two hundred game. Let's line it up. Tell it the truth, Tuesday. Tuesday. I actually don't really like bowling. I think it's a very overrated activity.
1: Oh, for real? Yeah. I freaking love it.
0: I don't I just I don't really care for it. Everybody's always like trying to find new things to do or you know, you haven't been in a long time and people will be like, "Let's go bowling." Like we can drink while we do that. <laughs> the bowling alley that we have here is not great for one. No, it's definitely not. Uh as of like a month ago, I think they
1: stopped smoking in there, but it still smells like it. Well it's that and they close at like ten thirty and it's like <laughs> what the f you're the only bowling alley here and you're way down fourth street anyways. Mm-hmm. Kind of a hard place to park in. You Not gotta a great take part of a town, wheelchair right up and like back, back and forth to get in there instead of just normal steps. And then you gotta walk all the way across the effort to get to the desk and then find out, Oh, we actually don't have any open lanes and you can look back and go, One, two, three, four, and like, ah, oh, it's league night. Cool. Slap me in the middle of league night and watch. Let me show these efforts how to do this. Yeah. Spin strike. <laughs> Tell the truth Tuesday.
0: Big country can bowl a two hundred. I don't like bowling. <laughs> I tend to not take things too seriously. I I know I've said it before, but maybe I haven't said it since we started on call in. I'm not competitive at all. Yeah. I like sports, and I like to compete. You'll get my best effort for the most part. But with, like, bowling, I'm also going to walk up there and be like, eh, this frame's (laughs) left-handed. Or let's see how much spin I can put on this ball. I am not going to walk away, like, upset. Like, if I win, fantastic.
1: Yeah. Not a super competitive person. I find myself in a weird spot of, like, being competitive and not competitive because I don't want to be a douchebag. Cause it's like, am I really going to be competitive on bowling with like my friends who are just trying to have a good time? Like, I'm not going to turn around and Triple H like X yet and be like, oh, another strike, boys. No. But at the same time, it's like, if I mess up, it's like, oh, don't suck. I don't like
0: going in the gutter. I'll tell you that. Yeah. A little hard on myself on that one, but then that, you got to have a short term memory. Put it away. <laughs> come to you play can't the go next Go back time. out there. Yeah. Yeah. You can't dwell on that stuff. That's what I've learned in sports. Also, back to this transfer portal stuff. I thought it was really interesting today, or sorry, yesterday. Dylan Gabriel, who was at um, UCF, was starting quarterback there. Decided to enter the transfer portal, committed to UCLA, and then yesterday is like almost as soon as Caleb Williams entered the transfer portal, Dylan Gabriel is like, "No, nah, I'm good. Actually, I'm going to OU." He was supposed to start classes today at UCLA. <laughs> Like, can we just even, like, maybe just stop calling them student-athletes? I get Where it. Where was he at before UCF? So he, he, was, he played at UCF for two or three years, entered the transfer portal, committed to UCLA, has been like a UCLA commit for a while. And then yesterday, the day before the semester starts, I assume, then snip, snap, snip, snap, <laughs> he's back in the portal, and he's going to <laughs> Oklahoma. This is the only, like, piece of news that makes me think, Maybe Caleb Williams is actually going to leave. Is the fact that yesterday, I think the Oklahoma staff probably got word that Caleb Williams was going to enter the portal and were like, oh shit, we need to find another quarterback. And went and got one in
1: Dylan Gabriel. Maybe Caleb Williams was testing the uh, loyalty of Oklahoma, the new coaching staff, and was like, hey, uh, I'm thinking about leaving. Uh-huh. And Oklahoma's like, boom, here's our next guy. Yeah. And then Caleb goes, oh, you had someone. Right in next yeah. in line, huh? This is the Didn't perfect Didn't take relationship you very long. Analogy. Yeah. See ya. Let's just take a little break. I need to work on me. Mm-hmm. And then,
0: boom, your ex old ladies with somebody else. And you're like, oh, I guess we're done for. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is a permanent break. Didn't
1: take you very long. Deuces. Not I'm a six go month else. temporarily
0: move out and see where things are. <laughs> no, this is, we're done. We are done. I've seen enough. And it, and it will be interesting. I think it's a good spot for Dylan Gabriel. And even if he transfers there and Caleb Williams comes back. That's going to suck, but it's still like a a good spot. I don't think that Dylan Gabriel is a pro prospect, but he really strikes me, and maybe it's because he's undersized and left-handed. He strikes me as a coaching guy. Like, this is uh, Kellen Moore all over again. (laughs) Really? Yeah, and I know nothing about him, but I I think it's (laughs) going to... As a person, as a player, I do. Uh, But as a person, I do not. But I I mean, he really strikes me as... I'm going to get started on my coaching career.
1: What's really confused me with this whole thing is you're in Florida playing football. You transfer to UCLA where you could be there, and then you say, nah, I'm going to go to fucking Oklahoma. Yeah, You're from coast to coast, middle of the country. Let me blow your mind. He's from Hawaii. Brother. (laughs) You just want to know what it's like to be miserable, don't you? Yeah. You want to know what it's like to be sitting there looking at your trading cards, and you got tornado sirens going off. I went back
0: to Hawaii. Yeah, I be, guess you know maybe if you live there, it probably doesn't
1: have. How does Hawaii wild... not have a successful program in anything? Right? Like, I feel like you should just tell people like, you want to go to the beach every day. You, if want to were... see some volcano, maybe that's the scary part. It's like I actually don't want to be from you know yeah. St. Louis, Missouri, and be like, uh, there's a fucking volcano going off. Can't get a hold of mom. <laughs> this sucks.
0: <laughs> they eat a lot of spam here. <laughs> yeah. uh, I also think that if I were a big time recruit, no matter where my intentions were. I'm taking an official visit to Hawaii. Oh. They're on my list. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys, uh, you're not really calling me, but I'm calling you. Sending coach
1: tape. <laughs> yeah. That coach walks into his office that day and is like, I just got an email from a five star wanting to visit yeah. us. I don't know what he to do sent me his huddle link. Like I,
0: I guess we're gonna watch it. Uh, he says he wants to come visit in the summer.
1: <laughs> this is like meeting a coach, where he's like, "Hi, I'm Cliff Kingsbury." Like, yes, I know who you are. That's how the white coach feels with the five star. This it's five star quarterback you wants
0: to yeah. spend a week here. <laughs> it's great. Let's find a spot for his family. Not enough kids take advantage of that. They oh. should. Or even like you know with USC, I know that Colin Cowherd is always like, "How can you not recruit there?" I'd probably put them on my list. Yeah, just go visit, check it out.
1: I mean, same with UCLA. Like, I I think that'd be cool, even in their sissy blue. I think the sissy blue looks pretty cool. I like. that I do color. too. Yeah, I think at
0: Orange does too. Now it's like, oh, <laughs> a pretty tough blue. That's what it is. That's a tough blue. Uh, but we also have other news. Uh, I know that we've talked about how we will actually discuss other topics, not just football, all the time. But I do feel like we are mainly football guys. You mentioned it uh, earlier, Ken Rosenthal. Mm-hmm. Of the MLB network got fired, let go because of he was being critical of Rob Manfred, uh, which is absolutely crazy. I, I couldn't believe it. I don't think that he will be unemployed long. I mean, he's almost like the Adam Schefter type mm-hmm. of baseball.
1: I mean, and, he's when I think of like MLB reporting, it's what does Ken Rosenthal have to say about this? Like, yeah. what is reported. And so for Manfred to just get his feelings hurt like that, like you've been getting roasted by everybody in the media for years. Now Ken Rosenthal is the one that has to deal with the punishment of it. Like get out of here, dude. Yeah.
0: It's pretty weak. It's pretty weak to be like, oh, this person was critical of me. And then to like, to go to their boss and be like, hey, you can't keep this guy around. <laughs> like wait. <laughs> like, I would look at him like you're joking, right? Like this is a joke. Like it's not funny. I get it. He was critical of you, but he's coming back. <laughs> He's very good at his job. So, I don't know. It's weird. He's He'll get picked up by somebody. I don't know if it'll be like an ESPN because they already have Jeff Passan.
1: Yeah. Uh, NBC? Or like, I don't know. They yeah. picked up Maria Taylor, and that's been yeah. working for all of us.
0: Fox will pick him up. I think they still cover baseball. TBS somebody. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who it is, but it is ridiculous to be fired because you're critical.
1: I, I wonder – I also wonder, does, is that like
0: a lawsuit – like, it, to be I like, don't know.
1: Sorry for the pause there, but like, like, that's actually a really good question.
0: Freedom of press? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, did he infringe on his,
1: his rights? I don't like, know. Is that part of the contract? Like, don't shit talk the commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it probably is. I mean, this is equal to like Ian Rappaport being like, yeah, this is a pretty dumb decision by Roger Goodell. Like, and then Roger's like, mm-hmm. ah, false, you're out of here. Like, right. That's the equal spectrum of this, correct? Yeah. yeah. That's to so, go to the guys like, at NFL should, Network. That's just you executing your power too much. Too much. Too much power. Yeah. Uh, But
0: also in basketball news, we have the return of two uh, superstars. Uh, Kyrie Irving is supposed to make his return to the hardwood tomorrow. And I was reading a little bit about it this morning. He's still not eligible to play in home games. And I I think there's been a lot of change in COVID recently. He's not vaccinated. It doesn't sound like the state of New York or New York City is going to change any of their policies on this. But the Nets definitely have. They went from, nope, we're not playing him unless he's a full participant, to, yeah, actually, you know what, you can come back. It's kind of crazy to see them heel turn on this one, but it's not surprising at all. I really, like, I, I fully expected this, and it sounds like he's going to play tomorrow night in Indiana.
1: Yeah, and the thing here, sorry, it just cut out My headphones are so a little weird, but with – Kyrie and the Nets, they've we've reached a point in the season where now everyone's paying attention to basketball, or at least kind of like, eh, we're we're more well aware of what's happening in the world of basketball now that Christmas this There's also Kyrie, who's probably like, yeah, I've sat out long enough. <laughs> you know, what? I'm good to come back. He's like, I guess I'll come play a couple of weeks. You know, take another couple of weeks off for birthdays coming up, Valentine's Day. I'll probably have a Here's lady an- by the end, but like, I'll at analogy, least get warmed
0: up. He sent the you up text, and the Nets are like, you know what? It has been a while since I saw you. But the last time I saw you, it was really good. A little crazy, but it was really good. (laughs) Yeah, I'm up. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) You you want a visit for road games? Like, Is that what we're doing here? Yes, that's what you're doing here. Kyrie and the Nets are friends with benefits. (laughs) That is
1: way too perfect. (laughs) Neither one of
0: them super committed to each other, but they're going to have fun, and they're probably going to find success with it.
1: Only on the way, though. Like, hey, uh.
0: Mom's not yeah. home. Hey, you know this isn't a long term deal, right? And the that's like, Oh yeah, sure. And then they go home and they cry and they're like, I thought he loved me. <laughs> no, he does not. Homie just wants to play basketball. Uh,
1: and it's gonna be weird when you go back home because they've told all your friends all the friends about it, and it's like, ah, <laughs> what's up?
0: Now you don't know how to introduce him at parties or get
1: together. Yeah. She's so like, but Hey Kyrie's this is, uh Kyrie's cocky enough to like walk in and be like, I know you hate me. Fucking still here though. <laughs> uh,
0: the Nets' friends are asking, like, is that your new point guard? And then they have to be like, well, I don't, I don't know. Like, right now we're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, here he is. This is Kyrie, my uh, friend.
1: <laughs> you could have the one guy that's like, hey man, glad to, glad you're back. You know, it's been mm-hmm. real weird. Got tired of talking to Dale all the time. Glad you're back in the mix. You guys got that figured out.
0: <laughs> and the Nets are still very good this season too. They're second place in the Eastern Conference right now, and it's weird with this season, the NBA over the last couple of weeks has been hit very hard by COVID where you had teams right like, we don't even have eight guys to play, so we'll play this game later. But the Nets have looked really good. They've even struggled. I, I do I think everybody struggled with COVID, but to get Kyrie Irving back is going to be scary, especially for a team that's already sitting there in second place. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant looks very good this year. James Harden is still James Harden. So it'll be exciting to get him back. But the next guy here, Clay Thompson, set to return this week. It feels like they keep pushing this back and pushing it back, but I think they're playing it cautiously, uh, which they should, but it sounds like he's going to make his return on Sunday, and the Golden State Warriors are sitting there in first place right now, yeah, uh, which and, is kind of crazy.
1: And I love the fact that Steve Kirk came out, and I was like, yeah, when he's back and ready to play, like he's in the starting lineup, he's going to be playing games. We're not doing the coming off the bench, relax, kind of get you used to it. It's You're coming in full force, ready to rock and roll. You're back on the team. And I like that because it's, let's just get you going again. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to deal with the when's Clay going to, you know, play another full game da, 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 from the media. It's just, nope, he's in, he's starting. Let's go. You're in first place. Pick up from where you left off before the injuries and continue having that success in, in, in San Francisco. I think that's going to be amazing. And it's fun. And I'm very, very excited to see Clay Thompson come back yeah. and play basketball.
0: Clearly, uh, both of us love Clay Thompson. And I think, you know, part of his game that everybody knows is. He doesn't have to move much. He's not yeah. a ball-dominant guard. Uh, he's going to work off screens. He's going to sit in the corner. And to watch him and Steph Curry play again is going to be ridiculous. I mm-hmm. Actually, I think Steph has taken his game to an even bigger level since Klay Thompson played last. It's been two years I agree. since Klay yeah. Thompson touched the basketball. And over those two years, I do think Steph has become more dominant. And then when you introduce Klay Thompson back to this lineup and Steph Curry has a legitimate another weapon there. Like He's not looking for Andrew Wiggins anymore. It's, oh, oh shit, Clay Thompson's open. He's going to make that shot. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, you can't double team or try to trap Steph Curry because you have to worry about a guy like Clay Thompson and where he is. I mean, we saw him score like 60 points and took 11 dribbles. It's going to be ridiculous. And I think even if he doesn't return to the top level, he's still going to be able to shoot lights out. Yeah. And Clay Thompson is such a lockdown defender. I don't know if he'll return to that, but I think he's still going to be very good offensively. But if he does return and he can play defense like he used to, it's. It's the Warriors league
1: all over again. LeBron's gonna be like, "Fuck,
0: <laughs> God!" And the Lakers, it's, man. <laughs>
1: speaking of the Lakers, they actually haven't been bad after the la- of the last couple of weeks. Granted, that's because of LeBron James scoring like over thirty points every time he's on the floor, which is great. And they have some young developmental guys who've been kind of in the mix, which is which is nice for them as well. But you still look at Russell Westbrook, and it's like, dude, just slow down a little bit. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be 100 miles an hour the entire time. Like, go down to an 85. Like, let's see, you know, an 85 mile an hour changeup here in the mix instead of just 100 mile an hour fastball over and over. You're not a closer, you're a starting pitcher, you're a starting point guard here. Just take it easy, control the offense, and then have your moments of explosiveness. I don't know why he's been in the NBA this long and hasn't figured that out.
0: I think with a lot of these guys who are superstars like that, I think they're kind of afraid, like, coaches are afraid to be critical of them. Mm -hmm. Like If you go to Russell Westbrook and you're like, hey, try playing your game this way, you might lose him. (laughs) Who knows what he will do uh, emotionally or how he'll handle that. So I I think that's one reason why people don't. I I don't think LeBron is going to him and being like, hey, try doing this. That's just not his leadership mentality. So Mm -hmm. I I don't know that anybody can. I don't know that um, Vogel is respected enough it's so weird in basketball because coaches really aren't running the team it's a player run lead they're running every team whoever the leader is on that team like you're going to get rid of a head coach before you get rid of a player that's not the way it works in the NFL baseball is like the in between it's kind of 50-50 but it's it's so weird because I almost feel sorry for LeBron this year because he's doing everything that he can he has no help but at the same time you wanted him yeah, you wanted you kind Russell of Westbrook. This team. You built. You this wanted
1: team. Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah, sorry, he's a little puss. Excuse me. <laughs> wow, crybaby. <laughs> that was a little aggressive <sighs> there. My bad. But it is. It's
0: it's weird to see LeBron in this team and the Lakers struggle so much. And I think so many of these guys too, mainly Russell Westbrook. They're stat chasers.
1: They just they want their numbers. One hundred percent. One thing that I do like though, and I know we're talking about the West here. Let's go back to the East real quick. Chicago Bulls, bub. Now Miami Heat, hey, I get it. you are dealing with some injuries. You picked up Kyle Lowry in free agency. You should not pick up Kyle Lowry in free agency and then still think we're competing for the finals because that's wrong. <laughs> You're but,
0: not. But like you mentioned, the Chicago Bulls. First, I these, thought DeMar
1: DeRozan was done for. Dude, for some reason, He's it's not. like he just disappeared <laughs> in San Antonio. Comes back to Chicago and was like, "This is nice being in a real city again. <laughs> I'm happy." let's ball like over break we didn't we haven't talked about this yet the back-to-back nights are hitting a game-winning three right uh clutch love to see that and like the bulls they actually have some talent there like they have a young talent in kobe white like that's cool you know you got zach levine that's great and then Demar rosen can pull up from anywhere and take over a game and be the true leader of your team look at what chicago's doing like it's nice and you might be able to kind of control the east for a little bit here until the nets and bucks kind of get things rolling again but let's say you get into the playoffs as a three or four seed we've seen it before go do it just take care of business yeah. well, I'm rooting for Chicago the rest of the season
0: I am too hey I'm kind of back to being a Bulls fan even when DeRozan signed there it's like okay that's going to be a nice little like side piece for Zach Levine yeah uh other way around DeMar DeRozan scoring like 27 points a game. It leads the Bulls in scoring. It's ridiculous Mm. what he's doing. It's exciting. Uh, They also have my guy Caruso. I, I, I love him. I don't know that he's good. He's so opposite of what Russell Westbrook is. He does not give a shit if he scores, if he gets an assist, if he gets a rebound. He is just out there doing what he has to. First team he's a straight basketball player.
1: You <laughs> love so it. good. Those and are the he's guys so you love. Much on your more team. athletic
0: than he's given
1: credit for. I know because it's just like this. I, I don't know. It's, it's like looking at he's Cooper white Cu- and he's bald, it. <laughs> and it's like looking at Cooper Cup in the NFL's receivers. like whoa, like. <laughs> And we're waiting for this to fall off. And he's like, fuck, he did it again. Like, shit, here we go. And it's like yeah. Alex So He's like, he went through the lane and dunked again. Got a rebound off the rim, timed it right, and dunked. Like, just posterized our center. Sick. Yeah.
0: And it then it's so. like,
1: oh, now he's fully committed to being bald. Hey, great decision, by the way. Rock the headband, bub. Go More after it. More people
0: should make that decision.
1: Yeah. It's like, just stop hanging on to it. It ain't happening. LeBron. Looking at you.
0: Uh, we were at the bar watching Monday Night Football last night, and Trey Young got brought up, who dropped like 50 last
1: night, I think. Yeah, 56, I think. Shave it. The, the hair's got to go. So I've seen him with when he's not playing, and it looks fine. You just get a little sweat in it. It's a little thin. You start sweating, yeah. and it's not good. It looks so bad. Like, he should almost be allowed to wear a hat. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> Tell the truth, hey, Tuesday. We're Trey tired of Young's looking at your nasty-ass ass hair. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. I'm surprised that we haven't seen people try that. Because, like, what are the rules?
1: Uh, Jimmy Butler tried wearing... Is it a do-rag, is that what it's yeah. called? He tried wearing that a couple of years ago, and I think they banned it or whatnot.
0: Or people used to do, like, the karate headband. That was long, <laughs> I think they outlawed that one, too.
1: Maybe that's know. what... Uh, Jimmy Butler was doing because he used to, I used to like drape over his back when he was in Philadelphia Uh and they were just like, eh, we don't really know about this one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of looks ridiculous. We're going to say no on that one. All right. Let's mention some of our great sponsors. I said, we were at the bar last night watching Monday night football and you can be there too. Club six Oh nine home of the best happy hour in the world. Starting at two o'clock running until eight o'clock with their two for one drink specials where they actually bring you two drinks for the price of one drink and uh, $2 draft pours at Club 609. Yep,
1: yeah, next up is going to be Downtown Lube. Be sure to visit them at Downtown Lube for the full list of services. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. Also, it's not a matter, and if it's a matter of when, you're going to need your t- tires and oil serviced on your vehicle. So make sure you get that taken care of right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, off Main Street, first at Downtown Lube. <music>
0: And now for something different, it is Tuesday, so we do the Tell the Truth Tuesday, and I have a bit of a confession to make. I have been diving into a little bit of the mellow medicine more frequently uh, than years past, and I had myself quite the experience over Christmas break. Mm -hmm. I like to enjoy myself. Uh, And you might be listening to this podcast and be like, wait a second. I've heard him talk about his kids before. This man is a dad, but now he's talking about mellow medicine, and I'm picking up on the clues. My life looks very different um, depending on if I have those children or not. (laughs) I'm divorced, and they are split 50-50. I did not have them. I believe we were out for – was it Christmas Eve? Yeah. Dipped into the medicine a little bit and got excited.
1: Oh, it was – for some reason, it was like an upper. I don't know. I guess there's different strands of it where you can take it before you want to go do yoga. You can take it to focus on work. You can take it to eat to up the night and have a little bit uh-huh. more fun in terms of dancing. Uh, it's crazy. Glad. Appreciate the options that we were given here with the Mellow Medicine. Uh, also, waking up without a hangover is amazing. Absolutely <laughs> love that. Right. I get fucking trashed. Wake up like, ah. Yeah. A little lightheaded. She's Let's still go. Still trying
0: man. to figure out uh,
1: how much to take. I found the balance, and I I ride that fucker all night. It's amazing. (laughs) It is fantastic. So uh,
0: a couple weeks ago, days ago, I was on the Mellow Medicine, and a friend of ours was talking to us about this new movie on Netflix called Just uh, Don't Look Up. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I have watched it, and it's phenomenal. Uh, I think it's hilarious. My confession for Tell the Truth Tuesday took me two times to view it because I tried to watch that movie while on Mellow Medicine, and about had a panic attack. I'm so paranoid watching this like end of the world comedy movie about an asteroid about to hit Earth. I freaked out. I had to stop watching the movie. Like, I legit got scared. But at the same time, I'm kind of like feeling kind of energetic. And I kind of want to dance. Kind of scared. And it happened. It, it was. I almost thought that I was going to have to – like, call you and be like, hey, talk me down. <laughs> Are you serious? It was You're- so bad. It's so embarrassing how scared I was. <laughs> what time was it? Like, oh, yeah. late. One thirty in the morning. 1.30 <laughs> dark time.
1: Santa's flying over your house just like, nah, guess the kids aren't there today. No, not stopping here. Imagine if you did. Imagine if Santa stopped at your house that night. You'd be like, oh, shit. That's I think the we would asteroid. have had a
0: great time. <laughs> Santa and I.
1: It, I don't have any cookies. <laughs> ate them already. <laughs> well,
0: I don't even remember what it was that I said to you, how I described it.
1: Oh, when you're talking, telling me the story? Yeah. Yeah, so you're telling me you watched the movie, you're feeling great, and the, the kind that we took, it tells you on the package, like – it, it, like keeps you up excited dance like this is the type of like vibe you'll have with it and you hit me with the couldn't sleep wanted to dance kind of scared and i fucking <laughs> lost it in the bar you yeah. tell me this story like oh, i watched this movie couldn't sleep but there was part of it like wanted to dance so i'm laying in bed just like pumping my arms like trying to oh, dance because i'm energetic but at the same time like i couldn't sleep like whatever yeah, <laughs> so like, be, like, i catch
0: the ride home and i'm sitting there <laughs> and like then it hit me and that was part of it too it's like it was Christmas Eve. I'm sorry, marijuana is a memory loss drug, um, so I'm remembering now. But it took a minute to set in, so like an hour and a half later, the bars closed at ten on Christmas Eve because uh-huh. duh, it's Christmas Eve. So I get home and then it's like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm not tired. I need to go to sleep. Tomorrow's Christmas, but I, I don't want to, so I can't sleep. So I'm like in my kitchen dancing. <laughs> By myself, even. There was no one music,
1: else. You got music playing? Oh, of course I do. Confessions? Confessions <laughs> yeah, album? Probably,
0: yeah. <laughs> Usher. Uh, Tell the True Tuesday. Uh, the soundtrack is the Confessions album. Oh. And so I'm in my kitchen dancing, and I'm like, you got to go to bed. I get your shit together. Uh, so I'm laying in bed, and I'm still kind of arm dancing where I'm, I'm pumping the arms. I'm like, I can't sleep. I'll just turn a movie on. <laughs> and so I turn on Just Look Up or whatever it is. Don't look up. Don't look I can't remember. Up, yeah. Uh, and I start watching it, and I'm like, oh, this is good. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill. I, I've heard a lot about it. So I'm watching it, and then it starts to settle in with me that in my altered state of mind. I didn't know if it was a comedy movie or not. So like, <laughs> I'm not laughing at the jokes. I'm just like, oh, shit, like, what if this is true? Then that's where my mindset was of, like, what if this is true and the government's
1: not telling us? they just come out. And then me, I just but... started
0: to freak out. And I'm like, I got to turn this movie off. <sighs> I made it like 10, 15 minutes in the first time.
1: You know, I've been seeing a lot of stuff where it's like, what was it? There was a report that came out where we were over break about, uh, I don't know if it was the U.S. or another country had pretty much got like theologists and was like, hey, like, how would the country react? Like if we did tell them aliens were real, like how would like civilization react? Yeah. I can tell you right now I would be fucking scared because we've all been predicting it. there's been all these crazy conspiracy theories and all these weird documentaries, UFOs out of nowhere and it's like, uh, now you're telling us they're real? <laughs> Couldn't have broke a big this up like 30 guy. years ago? Oh, 100%. Even
0: with that movie though, like if an asteroid were coming to Earth, you can't tell people be like, oh, by the way, you have six months. It'd be oh,
1: ridiculous. I don't know what would happen. I mean, let's say you had you, someone, you got six months to live for the entire world. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh
0: like crime sprees and stuff like that. Well,
1: like the travel, like everyone would be wanting to travel. You'd pretty much just have to quit your job. It'd be like, hey, uh-huh. money doesn't mean anything anymore. Everyone gets whatever.
0: But at the same time, like we're facing like shortages now of like, oh, we don't have enough workers, so you can't do this. It would be we don't have any pilots, so your ass is actually grounded. Like you're not going anywhere. <laughs> That's a solid point too, yeah. But <laughs> I mean so many thoughts going through my mind. Well, I was watching that movie, and then the second time around, because I I did watch it a second time fully, and was even thinking to myself, "Like you're such an idiot! How did you not know that this was a joke? Like that this was a comedy? You convinced yourself in your own dumb mind that this is a scary movie."
1: <laughs> That's me. I've also learned, like being in the state of mellow medicine. Family Guy, absolutely hilarious show. Yeah, uh, I to like, try that one. I've kind of thought it was like funny before, and it was like ha ha ha. But for some reason, when you're in that state and you're sitting there eating some chips where you've heated up some chicken nuggets and you're air fry and you're just loving life, you're like, this show is fucking funny. I, Every joke slaps.
0: I have another Tell the Truth Tuesday a confession years ago dipped into the mellow medicine a little bit with some buddies of mine, and we went and saw an Avengers movie. And I never told them this, and I haven't told anybody. I was a little bit freaked out then, too, <laughs> like watching Avengers. <laughs> Which would be like a good movie to go watch. Which event, like, I think I was actually talking to our buddy about it last week. I think <laughs> that it was um, when they're versus each other. I don't, Captain America versus Thor or oh, was. Oh,
1: Civil War or whatever. Yeah. I don't remember. Captain America versus Iron Man? Sure. One of those. <laughs> yeah. Where Spider Man comes into it. Couldn't tell you. Don't remember. Oh, goddamn. Memory lost drug. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm also not like an Avengers guy. That's fair. Yeah, but I I could understand how that could freak you out, especially when they're like fighting the aliens or something, and everything's yeah. coming out of the sky like the whole Special like above New and York. It'd <laughs> be like, uh, my,
0: that average-looking man just turned green and now he's a giant. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands.
1: <laughs> he just screamed Hulk smash. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but those uh, that's my big tell the truth today. Yeah. I, I had quite the quite
1: the break, quite the night. I, I'm going to go into that too because my truth is I very much enjoyed the break that we had a little too much. I did nothing during the day and I mean nothing. I also realized I didn't do power rankings for 2 weeks. And I was going to do them today and it's like, fuck. I don't have anything oh, no for the shit. last 2 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it was like because I just laid on my couch and did nothing.
0: In the he week really before we talked about
1: lot. it the week before break of like, hey, like do your TikToks again, like not going to make it funny. It was like, all right, cool. Then we went on the break and I was just like I didn't do TikToks. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And I just, I was laying in bed and now I do, I have to tell the truth too. I didn't feel good. Like three days after Christmas, I don't think it was Rona. It might've been Rona vaccinated. What's up? Recovered very quickly, felt fine immediately back to just doing <laughs> nothing again through the week. But it was very nice to just sit there and watch movies or TV shows and then get through the night and be like, it's one in the morning. I guess I better just go to bed.
0: Oh, my sleep schedule so screwed up yeah. from not
1: having to wake up early. I, I even having me again last
0: night, yeah. Yeah, I, I said I took a nap. It's because I'm not used to
1: waking up early. <laughs> yeah. We it, did it for a week and a half. We get a week and a half break, and it's just like throws air. So maybe we don't need two weeks to make anything a routine. You just need a week. <laughs> yeah, pretty
0: much, because it, it really it, it changed things for me. I, I think over the break, I slept in one day until 10.30. A lot of people are like, "That's not anything to brag about." To say like one day, actually. I have not slept in that late in, in over ten years.
1: How'd it feel? Your body hurt?
0: It actually, I I felt like a piece of shit. <laughs> I felt so unproductive and
1: lazy. Yeah, and I'm like what are you doing with your life? So that's how I felt last week. But at the same time, it was like, "This is nice to feel this way." <laughs> it's been a while. Been a while since I've been a lazy piece of shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. So and then uh, the next day was a Sunday. I did the same thing. I woke up like 10, 15. I'm like, you can't do this. Like, This is not good for you. Wake up earlier. So that Monday, woke up at like
1: 545. <laughs> Boy, did you. Good And God. that
0: five-hour difference of when I woke up kicked my ass, which led to the greatest nap ever. Hey,
1: here's the thing, though. When you wake up that late and you think, ah, being a little lazy, what you do, this is going to roll right into my next tell the truth, get yourself a little iced coffee. Get your day stolen. <laughs> Get your day rolling. Uh, a little extra um, shot of espresso. Uh-huh. I've also recently realized it's espresso, not expresso, because my dumbass has been saying that for about a year and a half. Like, hey, can I get a couple extra shots of espresso in that? And they're like, yeah, sure, I'll get you an extra shot of espresso. Yeah. And I, I heard one girl really enunciate the S in yeah. espresso, and that's when it hit me. I was like, oh.
0: Does I it not say know. it, like, on the menu?
1: Cause- I just don't look at the menu, dog. Yeah. The old well, Joplin uh, Coffee Avenue right here. I just do the old call in curbside pickup. Like, hey, this is what I want. Oh, Mr. Espresso
0: guys here. Yeah. <laughs> oh Mr.
1: Espresso just called back.
0: There are so many people in this town that pronounce it expresso. Yeah. Like probably more emphasis on the but X than you. The even worst
1: did. part about me though is now every time I say espresso, I like want to give myself a pat on the back for saying a word correctly. It's like ah, yeah, <laughs> We I, did it. I'm not I'm not You're fucking right. out. I said it right. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Over the break, I got really into uh, westerns as well.
1: Oh man, you have been wearing your boots the last two days.
0: Mm-hmm. I have also
1: Full Yellowstone. Well,
0: we finally got winter, where it's actually <laughs> Boy, cold.
1: Did we? So Here's a, sorry to interrupt you. I didn't know it snowed the other night uh new oh. year's day it snowed or new year's eve whatever it was it was new year's day that evening it snowed with the way my apartment set up like i'm elevated but, like my window seal like i can't look out the window and then see the ground secret, or yeah. so it was like i had no idea snowing. and i went to open my window because i was getting a little warm in my apartment i was like fucking hey it's like 20 degrees there's mm-hmm. snow on the ground <laughs> shut that window back open no longer window open season for a big country
0: you have the weather app <laughs>
1: i fuck the weather i look at it every single day i look outside every day i walk i get out of my bedroom and i walk down the hall to my six high-rise windows 20 foot ceilings humble brag i'm very happy with my apartment and it's like it's sunny all i need to wear is a hoodie and pants i go down to the parking garage and get in my car drive up the freaking hill hit the exit ramp on joplin avenue head to the office roll down my window and then realize it's 20 degrees outside why the fuck am i in a hoodie and you got, That's my weather app. I'm so bad about it. I know. You kind of get cold easy, too. Yeah, I got no hair. Well, I have no yeah. insulation. I got no hair.
0: <laughs> it's I been have a no dance. <laughs> you got no legs. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just weird. I don't get cold. I was actually talking to one of my older brothers about it the other day because he said he had to stop using his Blackstone. It's like, because. It's December and he's still outside like using his blackstone, but it's not getting hot enough anymore because it's too cold out. And I said, "That's how you know when it's almost time to wear a coat." I don't wear a coat ever. Like if I'm just going from to off- office to home, I'm not bringing a yeah. coat with me. Or if I going out to the bars, I absolutely hate. Taking a coat with
1: me. Dude, no joke. Cause then like you sit on the back of the chair and you're like, Great, I'm the douchebag with a, a, a coat on the back of the bar mm-hmm. stool. Or it's like, Hey, can you put my coat in the back? And then you gotta ask for it when they're busy and you're ready to go. Or you forget about it's it. It's such a hassle, yeah. Yep, I've like done that, that before.
0: I've forgotten a coat at a restaurant. I think it was like an Applebee's. It's like, Hey, <laughs> do you have this coat? I was just there. Uh, and I'm then I felt the like such an idiot there. walking back in, like, oh, you forgot your coat. I don't so I don't I don't take a coat. <laughs> Sometimes I'll leave one in my truck. Just in case, um, tell the truth Tuesday. A couple years ago, I worked with a guy who broke down on the side of the road and tried to walk to help, and he died. (laughs) So now I keep a coat in my truck when it is cold, just in case.
1: It's
0: but I never like. Did he die
1: because it was cold outside? Like hypothermia. Hypothermia. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah. Tell the truth Tuesday. Didn't expect to tell that story.
1: Yeah, yeah, wow. Uh, so, yeah. uh. He did. I anyway, guess I'll no. go ahead and leave that coat in my trunk. <laughs> I, I'm I got, real got really bad about Westerns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was real bad about, I'm really bad about, like, wearing a coat and then, like you said, like, just taking it off and, like, putting it in my car if I go somewhere because I don't want to take it in. But then I don't take it back out of my car and take it up to my apartment or home. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just wear like every coat I have. And the next thing I know, I have like four coats in my car. And someone's like, hey, I need a ride. So my dumbass throws everything in the trunk. Yep. I have no idea what's back there. I used to, to do that I when I was teaching. Everything. It was the
0: worst because I did wear a coat then because I had recess duty. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm standing outside for 20 minutes, yeah, I'm. I'm going to put a coat on. I'm not like, oh, I'm so tough. I don't need a coat. I hate Staying that. Stand in shorts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But if I, you know, I'm standing outside for 20 minutes, I would take a coat. But then I would leave it in my classroom because I don't need it walking from classroom to car. Mm-hmm. And I get home and be like, oh, no. It's super cold. I need a coat this morning. Where's mine? Don't know. Grab another one. Also, I'm just stupid. And wouldn't be like, you have a coat. It's in your classroom. Just wear it.
1: So but you would I'd take a coat like, for the same purpose for recess? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay. I'd end up with like three That's coats silly. in my classroom and be like, God, I'm
0: an idiot. Or one day it would be super cold because of uh, the Missouri weather, and I'd have to take like a big coat. And then the next day it's like, ah, eh, it's 55. Like, I'll just take a jacket. So now I've got a coat and a jacket in my classroom. <laughs> Before I know it, I have a shitload of coats. Got a Your whole wardrobe wrapping. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I have been really into Westerns. And part of the reason is because of the show Yellowstone. I feel like a lot of people watch it. I know you and I do all the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of our other friends do as well. But my confession, my tell the truth Tuesday, season four of Yellowstone sucked. It was not good. Very like, slow. Honestly, it was not good at all. Like it, even
1: with such this, a disappointment, the season finale at KC, like being like doing the yeah. uh, like Native American tradition of finding out like what is it his animal or whatnot. Yeah, his spirit animal. Yeah, whatever. And it's like I thought that would be so much more intense than what it was. Like I thought we'd see more hallucinations that would have a bigger impact on Mm -hmm. the show. And all it is is you talk to a girl who is apparently the wolf, and you follow it to a hill, and it's like pick a path left or right. And then it goes to you just sitting at the fire, and your wife Monica comes up, and he's like, I see how we end. Uh Can't wait to figure that out next season. I tell you,
0: I'm a pretty smart guy. Now I just talked about my dumb brain when TV series really mess up is when they start changing characters. And that's why like the goat of all sitcoms is Seinfeld. Cause they never change the characters like everybody for years. And I didn't watch it live, but I'm old enough to remember everybody always wanted Jerry and Elaine to get together and like have that Jim and Pam moment. But Larry Davis like, Nope, not fucking changing my characters. These are the four core. This is what they are. Mm-hmm. This is who they are. But like with rip on Yellowstone, he barely killed anyone this year. And it was on episode one where he's like, oh, here, I'm going to throw a snake at you.
1: Yeah. I think that's well,
0: the only person he killed. I need more
1: Rip Wheeler. Well, that and uh, the cafe deal. But at the same time, like... <clears throat> yeah, 15 seconds of gunfire. Yeah.
0: Which was more, really, Kevin Costner's character. Very much so. So I... I Tell the truth Tuesday. I was really disappointed with it.
1: Well, the way, I mean, that's a fair point because with the way the season started, you're like, oh, this is going to be an action packed, like a lot of shit go down. And then they just killed everyone in like the first 10 minutes. It's like, well, uh, we're going to do the rest of the season now. Yeah. And then they spent
0: like three episodes being like, who tried to kill John Dutton when we all knew it was Jamie's dad. And then they're like, no, it wasn't him. (laughs) Yes, it was motherfucker. (laughs) I'm not stupid. Tyler. give
1: Give you a third option.
0: Yeah, and then uh, one more Tell the Truth Tuesday. Watching the football game last night to get back to sports, watching the Manning telecast, I remember the first time I watched it, uh, I was late. The first week, didn't watch it. Second week, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to check this out. And, and it, I thought it was fantastic. And my like critique on it or my opinion on it was once they get in a rhythm, this is going to be so good. They're yeah. going to be excellent at it. They never found a rhythm. Like even watching it last night, there was such a long awkward pause where it's like, "All right, somebody talk." Like, we're in week seventeen; like, so, <laughs> you got to figure it out. So, I've actually like, I'm, I think I'm done with the man eating
1: Well, they need to find the rhythm of explaining what they're watching instead of watching it and then explaining it because it's like they're doing that. But they're explaining what they just saw, and like two or three plays are currently taking place. So it's yeah. we've we've moved on tough from that with point. The in the game. Like
0: uh, they almost need less guests or less time because yeah. really, what it feels like, I think it might have been, I think it might have been Snoop Dogg they were talking to, and you could tell they had, like run out of questions to ask him, mm-hmm. and th- they're not real good at just like having a conversation because they haven't figured out the flow of it yet. But yeah, I really thought by this point in the season it would be like. I thought it'd be on ESPN, that it would be the main telecast. But it's still on ESPN, two. It's still kind of rough getting in and out of breaks. Maybe they do it better next year, but uh, tell the truth Tuesday, it hasn't been that good
1: yeah. lately. I'm, I'm, I'm right a real there with Debbie you. Downer this week. And this is me being optimistic. <laughs> Hopefully they figure it out next year. And I, think I mean, they're, they're the Manning,
0: so they probably can.
1: And Bad rookie season. They've been known for that.
0: Yeah, through a How lot mean, of interceptions. Year
1: interception. two, three,
0: yeah. <laughs> year two? It's going to be fantastic. It's season two of mic Up here, too. But that's it for us today with our Tell the Truth Tuesday. I hope you enjoyed the show. I think it might have been the best show we've done all year.
1: I agree. Yeah, most definitely.
0: It's, it's hard to top the other ones that we've done. Uh, but we definitely thank all of you guys that joined us live. You can follow us on the Call In app. That's C-A-L-L-I-N. And Big Country and I do the show live Every weekday at 10 a.m. Central Time. Don't forget about our great sponsor to end the show, Roper Kia. You can go in there, tell Mike up sent you, and they will give you one thousand dollars off your nicer new.